0: From the Summer Street Studios behind the Mask Hockey Shops present College Hockey West Weekly. Behind the masks, College Hockey West Weekly is brought to you by Desert Toyota of Tucson. No gimmicks, no games, just a great car and a great experience. Find us at deserttoyota.com or at 7150 East 22nd Street in Tucson. Top Golf, let us help you reimagine your next business meeting or team building event. See your regional center or go to topgolf.com. The NCHC and nchc.tv. Subscribe to nchc.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the Mask hockey shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to behindthemask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Jets Pizza. Whether it's our legendary Detroit-style square or New York-style thin crust, Jets Pizza is better because it has to be. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, whether it's Las Vegas or any of our other worldwide properties, an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. Liberty University, play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. By M-Drive, natural support for men looking to increase energy, strength, and drive. Always free delivery at mdriveformen.com. By Summer Skates, whether our original red or new black shower shoes, show your game in style at SummerSkates.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style. Now at our two locations, the original at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas, and the new location at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. And by College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource college hockey west weekly from the summer skate studios presented by behind the mask It's a part of the ice time hockeywest.com network here are your hosts scott strandy and paul hornstein
1: all right well welcome in hockey fans to a tuesday night special of <laughs> special it's just tuesday night it's uh, college hockey west weekly what is special is the fact that we're going just a couple hours early tonight um, to accommodate our special guest uh, the head coach from the university of alaska ink uh Ank, let me start getting all right. from alaska fairbanks the nanooks eric largan is going to be joining us shortly and we're going to be talking some nanooks hockey as they uh continue to climb up the ranks scott strandy with you tonight podcasting from a parking lot in Chandler Arizona where it's a balmy 70 degrees not a cloud in the sky Paul Hornstein how are you out on long island new york
0: um i see i don't know what's up in the sky because i'm in the basement um and as for the 70 degrees you know that that emoji with the one finger sticking up <laughs> never seen it well go to go to your go to your, your text messages now
1: i'll send it to you OK, I'll uh, I'll do that. My headphones are acting up on me again tonight and must awesome. be time for some new ones because uh, this isn't uh, this isn't cool. But anyway, it's Tuesday night. It's College Hockey West Weekly where we have a conversation with somebody in the college hockey world. We also talk about what's been happening and what is happening. And, Paul, we are in the home stretch right now of the I NCAA know. season. Uh, what, five weeks left, six weeks left until we hit tournament time and then uh we'll find out what happens uh uh with the ncaa uh super 16 shall we say
0: well yeah if you want to call it that yeah
1: your super 16 is what i want to call it but they won't let me they don't let me give you the opportunity to to be the guy to list the 16 teams that should be in the tournament
0: because then they get it right well that's true because i usually am right Except when you're arguing with me, then you're never right. Oh, that's usually when I'm
1: most right. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, so Arizona State coming off of uh, a couple of losses up at Fairbanks, Alaska last weekend. Right. Has the week off. So uh, no no uh, clips from anybody today as uh, I did not go to any media availabilities. Do I don't believe have there was any. Not that I'm no. aware of. Um, so anyway, we don't have that uh, live. I will be making my way towards uh, denver colorado to watch the uh, denver pioneers and the north dakota fighting Sioux uh, hawks uh whatever yep. um so I'll, I'll see them on the weekend and uh, then i'll see a couple of ahl games during the week bakersfield at colorado eagles and then make my way back here for next weekend um lyndon wood coming to arizona state the following weekend It's Fairbanks coming to Arizona State, and the uh, College Hockey West Independent Cup is off to a flying start.
0: Well, let's put it this way: Um, you know, uh, we're 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 going to see a team make a stretch run here, and I think that it would be really good. For college hockey, if that happens. Actually, there's a couple of things that would be really good uh, for college hockey if it happens. <laughs> Do you want to elaborate or just want to leave us hang? Well, first of all, seeing Fairbanks make the tournament, um, are we a little biased? I guess you could say that a little bit. Um, you know, as we follow them closely, and they're clearly not getting... uh the The respect, I guess. I don't know if that's the word.
1: But, that is
0: the word. That but is people, the word. They're not getting the respect. I mean, this is two years in a row. This is, you know, this is, um, you know, this is now a year and a half. I mean, they they struggled that first half of the season last year, and came on strong in the second half. So this is now basically a full season and a half, and they're doing it by the way without their leading scorer from last year, who transferred their top goalie who transferred last year after last year. So, um, at least at this point, it doesn't seem like it's a fluke. I don't think it is based on the way they play. Um, that would be really good for college hockey. Um, and if RIT manages to get an at-large bid or at least puts themselves in a position to get one, whether they win Atlantic hockey or not, uh, would be a really good story and, and 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 good for college hockey. Now, unfortunately, one might come at the cost of the other.
1: Yeah, that's the unfortunate part. Absolutely. But I, uh, those
0: those spots are that close between um Fort 13, Minnesota State at thirteen and all the way down to 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 Merrimack at twenty two. Where it's not out of the question. Well,
1: and let me let me tell you this. As far as the team making the run, and I know we're talking about the Nanooks from uh, Alaska Fairbanks, um, I don't think there's any doubt in my mind, Paul, that they're going to make the run. I think uh, last weekend, what they showed against a very good Arizona State team, albeit uh, a little depleted and um, maybe a little bit dejected from the fact that they're not having the season that they wanted, but to uh, To win two games like they did up there, um, you know, and and get that done at Carlson, and then come down to um, to LIU to make this trip. And Coach Largan's is going to be joining us here just uh, a few few minutes. But um, when he comes on board, keep in mind he flew all day today. Paul, <laughs> he left he left early this morning in Fairbanks and uh, arrived, I believe, uh, about an hour and a half ago in. Uh, in new york city somewhere i don't know where he's at we'll, well, find, we'll out. find out but anyway um keep that in mind when you think about what this team is to do is doing and you told me last week when i asked you i said what do you think about that weekend series you said um what was that they uh they took advantage or they grabbed the brass ring or they, they took did what did of they do opportunities? paul yeah yeah they did uh i don't think they're going to give in uh down the stretch no, I think they're going right. to play really solid hockey and I would expect them to do everything in their power to uh claim a spot in the NCAA tournament there may be things as you mentioned that are out of their power right. but also last night Paul our visit with uh coach Zombo I think um Hold on a minute I'm playing I'm playing an ad that I don't want to play yet
0: <laughs> well <I'm> sure they're... <laughs>
1: I'm just having some fun here, anyway. Um, anyway, I think the uh, I think the Lindenwood Lions are another team that really wants to go out um, with a bang, if you will. I think it starts this week with Stonehill, and I think next week at Arizona State you might see the very best that Lindenwood has played all year long.
0: Well, I I, I think uh, you've seen that most of the year. You know, yeah, but I think been... it's
1: I think it's different this time, Paul. Because first of all, all that stuff earlier was a learning experience, and now they had a couple of weeks off after that trip out to uh, to see you. And uh, um, listen, I'm not going. I guess they played the. I guess they played Long Island too. But I thought maybe
0: Rick had made the trip just to visit to with you. With yeah, they were coming to hang <laughs> out with me. I thought. So. Um, listen, these teams and. Uh, that the, the you know between uh, Lindenwood and 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 the two Alaska schools and and LIU, when they play ASU, they're gonna they're gonna play the, the best game they can play. Um, not that they don't do that other times, but but you know theoretically, just because of the size and the stature of the school, ASU's the big dog of that group, and. It's a feather in the other team's caps if they if they beat a issue, and I'm not trying to say that in an arrogant way. But oh, we all know that's not true. <laughs> no, uh, you know, listen, I'll be listen. I who who's what the color? First do you bleed
1: again, maroon and gold?
0: I do. Okay, but I Just bleed check. a an objective maroon and gold.
1: Ah, key word there, objective.
0: Okay. Um and 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 you know they you know the the Nanooks are on the verge of getting their first well, see I don't, they, they they I not I don't know the story so I don't want to dredge it up but the Nanooks have been in the tournament once before and they had some issues so officially they have never been to the NCAA Division 1 tournament so they have a and, shot to make some history.
1: And the last time they were ranked in the top 20, I'm told, by the great SID, Nate Pearsall, is uh, January of 2013. So uh, that's a 10-year span before uh, from the last time they were ranked in the top 20, according to Nate. And, um, you know, that that's also a feather in their cap, if you will. Um, so I think the Challenge Cup that I initiated a couple of weeks ago, I said the College Hockey West Challenge Cup or Independent Cup, yeah. If you will, uh, it's kind of a challenge for these guys to uh, compete for something. I know it's stupid, and I know it means nothing, but um, you know, go for something. Go to try to uh, to to be the best you can be. I know Coach Powers said it a couple of weeks ago. They had a twelve game stretch where they said this is a twelve game season for us, and they started off two and zero. Now they're two and two. I get it. You know, so I think that that's good and competitive, but. I'm looking forward to seeing what these independents do and the way it plays out in the schedule is that they end up playing each other along the way because you know that what's happening is um, that the other conference. teams are playing
0: conference tournaments yeah, so right. so
1: in order to get games the independents must play each other and that's what they're doing and- well
0: that's that's fine and that's the way it should be and and it's nice to 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 have those teams being able to play each other so um, we know that um and like i said it's this is going to be down the stretch here like i said when you have a, about 10 teams that can finish anywhere from 13 to 23 in the pairwise and teams are going to be playing each other as you know for the most part as you have a couple of ccha teams in there all right, one team basically, Minnesota State. <laughs> um you know, you've got uh some hockey, you got a bunch of hockey East teams in there and that's, what in What are that, you doing uh,
1: Michigan Tech? They're a twenty win team.
0: Yeah, but they're a tenth in the pairwise. I'm not talking about okay. twenty win teams. Okay. Okay. You've got Michigan State and Notre Dame in that ten group, in that ten team group. You've got Omaha and North Dakota in that group. So there's a bunch of teams that are going to end up playing each other here.
1: Yeah, you're right. And, uh, you know, I want to get off the, the independent track for a minute. I want to start on that because we got Coach Largan coming on uh, in a little bit. Uh, he's just notified our producer that he'll be on about uh, five minutes after the hour. So um, we'll catch up with Coach, Coach Largan then. Um, but I do want to say that, uh, I think when you talk about disrespect and, and I don't mean this towards anybody in particular, or any group in particular, but have you ever seen a defending NCAA champion, a team that's won nine national championships and, uh, came back with what they came back with. I'm talking about the Denver pioneers. And I really think they're getting a lot of lack of respect. And I know you told me, maybe you said it on the air that coach Carl's probably using that as Bolton board material down the stretch. But I just don't think I've ever seen a team get that, that disrespected. I mean, they have the most wins who? in college hockey by everybody who pairwise by, by everybody, by every obviously... other team in the country. Oh, I don't think anybody really? really respects them. I don't, I don't, uh, I think they look uh, at it I don't don't be- what... because if they were respected, they'd be number one. They have second most wins in all of NCAA hockey, and they're struggling to be in the top ten of the pairwise.
0: Okay, that but that's the computer. We're not people. They're fourth in both of the human polls. That's fourth. Once yeah. again,
1: they have. They're the second most wins in all of NCAA
0: hockey. All right. So so well. Okay, that's fine. Um, but that other I'm just telling you. Go- I think they're getting disrespected. Uh, how and the other maroon and gold team has got 20 wins. I don't, don't think they have, have 21. Got 20- do they? quinnipiac X got.
1: Do they have 21? Wins. Does the other maroon and gold team have 21? Uh,
0: no, no, they don't.
1: Okay, why do you play the game, Paul?
0: Uh, to record wins, right? Well, don't you have to play the same amount of games before you start playing that game? Don't. No, you play to win we the know. game. You played right. to win the game,
1: right? Yeah, you telling tell Denver, me. But are you trying to tell me? to tell me right now that Minnesota hasn't played enough games to, to get twenty-one wins?
0: Okay, so the fact. Well, yeah, but they only have Denver. Only has one more win than they do.
1: Let, let's check common opponents. Did
0: they beat Minnesota no, 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 twice? No, 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 stop. Did Minnesota stop. beat but, ASU Based twice? on what you're saying, but based on what you're saying, then Quinnipiac should be number one. Yes, yes, they okay. should. But that's then. Then why take both? Then why go by polls? Then once again, you're just going to talk about winning percentage. You don't, well, you don't need polls for that. What? And it's uh, not like, and you're sitting there and so.
1: I'm talking about the disrespect. How part is of that it disrespect? Because if you play a sport to win right? games, right, and you win the second most te- most games. So far this season,
0: you're talking about a one-game difference. Oh,
1: what difference does that make? You're talking Wonder- about
0: a one-game difference. Okay, okay. So what you're telling me is that if you play
1: a tournament and you come up one game short, ah, no big deal. We'll give it to the second-place team. Then we're not. Are you telling me that tur- one game doesn't matter? We're not talking about a tournament. I'm talking about respect, and I'm telling you that until the national champion, the defending national champion, gets ousted. They should be the defending national champion. And I'm telling you, people are well, looking so they the other should way. Be,
0: so they should be the automatic number one at the start of the season and all the way until the end. No they, sh- no. they shouldn't even bother to take a poll.
1: No, no. But if you if you go out and play and you prove on the ice that you have 21 wins, the second most in all of NCAA hockey, then why are you not the second best team in the polls and in the pairwise in the rankings?
0: Okay. Well, first of all, you'd have to ask the guy that programs the computer. (laughs) I
1: love it. I love it. I'm just telling you.
0: I'm just telling you that
1: there's an awful. By the way,
0: just because we don't talk about it, if you look at the the numbers for the pairwise, okay, one weekend would take care of that too. Where Denver could go as high as four. So you're talking about one weekend. So let's not get crazy. You're talking about one weekend.
1: I'm saying at this moment they're being disrespected, and I'm and I'm asking you by who, by everybody. I think everybody. everybody? What do you mean, everybody? Almost every team in college hockey, I think, thinks that Minnesota is clearing away the best team. I think they think Quinnipiac's better. I think they think that Boston U now is better. And I just think that uh, if you, you amass 21 wins, the second most in NCAA hockey, that you're, you probably deserve to be a top-two team because there's only one of the team that's got more wins
0: than you. Okay, so basically what you're saying is we don't need polls. We're just going to list the top 20 by winning percentage. No, <laughs> no I didn't say that's, that. No, that is exactly what you're saying. No, you said it. I did no, not say you that. you are. You, no, no. Yes, you are. When you're sitting there saying nope. one team has 22 wins and another team has 21 wins, and there's two teams with 20 wins ahead of the team with 21 wins, they're being disrespected. That's what, exactly are. what you're saying. So you're talking about winning percentage. They're, they are being disrespected because they've won more
1: games. And if you play hockey you play to win the game because the last time I checked, they didn't, what's the number one rule with, with getting into the tournament. We just had this conversation with Michael Weissman on Sunday. You have to have a 500 winning record, right? Right. So winning means something. But what you're telling me is winning doesn't mean anything. If you're a 20 win team and you have one less win, that's what you told me. You said, if you have one less win, it's no big deal. It's just one. It's just one less win. So at the end of the year in the frozen four, Right. If if one team plays and they lose the first round, they should right. still be able to be declared the national champion because, hey, it's just one less win. Well, according to you, yes. So is that right? The one less win? No, then? you're wrong. They should, they, no. <laughs> Listen to you're, me. You're, once again, let's, you are uh, wrong. No, let's play this out. There's four teams in the Frozen Four. They right. all have 25 wins. Right. And one team or two teams lose in the um, – in the first round of the semifinals and there's two teams right. left. So one of those teams wins the national championship and they now have 27 wins. And you're going to take the team that had 26 wins that finished second. You're going to say, no, you know what? You're the champion because you had 26 wins and we think you're the champion. No. Is that what you're going to say? No, that's not. The because same you're thing. telling me that right now, you're telling me that Minnesota is a better team than Denver with 20 wins versus 21
0: no it's not the same. and i'm
1: telling you there's common opponents you can match it up against
0: that's what the computer's for
1: and i'll tell you exactly that uh i watched a hockey game i watched a lot of hockey games i watched more teams more different teams this year in person than i have in any other year in my life it just so happened it worked out that way i've seen boston U. have seen boston college i've seen michigan tech i've seen north dakota right. i've seen minnesota i've seen uh, Denver, I've seen Colorado College. I mean, just go right. down the list of all the teams right. that I've seen. And I'm telling you that uh, there is no way that Minnesota is a better team than Denver right now. They might be at the end of the year, but I'm telling you right now they're not. And I'm telling you that you can back it up with their record.
0: And I'm telling you you're splitting hairs.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not.
0: Because you absolutely there's a are. huge
1: There's you a huge difference between – there is a huge difference between being actually, a number two seed, by the way, in a region, by the, by the, than the a way, a number one seed in a region. You're
0: actually splitting a half a hair, because the, if you were doing this in like baseball standings, okay, you were doing this like baseball standings. Are we playing baseball or hockey here? There would here? be a half. There would be a half I'm game difference. There, I'm, I'm, well, I'm just trying to use it as an as an analogy so people understand. You're talking about a half game, because so the, so one is one is number one. And that
1: half game means that the other one is six. That's what you're telling me.
0: No, what I'm telling you is in terms of the polls. I'm not talking about in, the polls. Well, then, uh, then who's disrespecting Denver other, than, you, other than, than your imagination and the computer? Everybody. Who's <laughs> everybody? Every school, every poll, every, every
1: computer, everybody is disrespecting them because you can go out and win a game you can win a game impressively whatever michael weissman said it himself he goes right you know the problem with denver is they've, they've lost to the wrong teams okay i didn't know in sports you could lose to the wrong teams i thought winning was winning and i thought people told me all year long that we've had this discussion that if you won it, it you couldn't pick your schedule your schedule right. is your schedule you have told me that about quinnipiac all year i've said are they really the best team in the country and you said hey you know what? They got the most wins and they can't pick their schedule. So they should be the best team in the country. And then no, there I was said, a time well, where what there about
0: where I thought they were the best team? What about country? Denver? Well, st-
1: what about Denver? What about them? They got 21 wins. Right. Who's got more than them? Uh, Quinnipiac. Uh, how many teams are there in college hockey?
0: 62 and a half. Why are they and six? And a half? I don't know. Why are they six? I don't know. You have to ask. Or four. A- I'm not the computer programmer. Or what four. What the hell are you talking about? Or four.
1: Why are they six or four? If they've got the second most wins in the country,
0: why are they not two? Oh, then obviously my 16 is all screwed up. <laughs> Cause I have uh, to be at fourth. Uh, I'm telling you, I'm
1: telling you. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's, it, I'm just it, talking but, about the respect no, factor listen, here because no, there's no you're not getting rules. any, you're not getting any respect for being the defending champion. Number one, you're not getting any respect for having nine national championships tied with only Michigan uh, in the, in college hockey history Nobody and, no, and you're still having to work and beat other teams we are, we are to not get to where you're at
0: stop stop no we're not talking about last year or the last i five years no. i am the polls in this i am this year okay well then who's got more wins in denver well once again who does no, Once again, state, your statement is the teams in the NCAA, in NCAA hockey, are disrespecting Denver, and I'm asking everybody
1: you, is disrespecting Denver.
0: I I dare you to find one team, one team, find two play, one player on one team that says Denver stinks. Uh, oh, I can go. I can go to the University of Minnesota right now and go to that locker room
1: and ask everybody if they if they think that they're better than Denver. No, no, that's not what I said. Nobody is ever going to say
0: another team stinks if they're the last place team in the country. Okay, and there, nobody's ever going to say that. And, and and so, what do you expect the players in that other maroon and gold team locker room to say? Yeah, Denver's better than we are. No. You I don't. Expect, if you went to Quinnipiac, and said that, do you think those players would say that Denver's better than they are? <laughs> you're, you're off the handle. If you, now. you, don't if know if what you you're went to Minnesota about. State, if you went to Michigan State, if you went to, to to Merrimack, stop it!
1: What are you talking about? We're not even on the same wavelength right now. I'm just telling you that you, if you have, if Denver had 18 wins, 17 wins, 15 wins, I don't care where they're at, then then they should fall in place wherever they're at. But well, you're telling you me that you you're telling me a team, polls. you're then telling you me a team that's 21 wins you don't is not polls. deserving of a higher spot than six. Once again, I don't program the computer. I'm not asking you. I'm just telling you, don't you agree with
0: that? That when you play the sport that well, your win should count for something? I have them third. So obviously, I disagree with the computer. Okay, that's how but, I'm asking that's the whole the question for 20 minutes's been
1: that asking. same thing whatever that's, that's not what I asked asking. you I said they're that's being disrespected you. and you said and I no you. I I'm not respecting them you you are respecting them because you put them in the poll in the right spot or yes, close to the, the right the spot
0: computer th- is is unemotional there's no respect or disrespect in the computer rankings it's all a mathematical formula. Yeah, I didn't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about it. All right, well, yeah. Anyway, I don't want to hear about it because
1: it's it's it's. I don't care how you figure it out. It's still not right because if you play a sport, if you, last time I saw when you play a hockey game, if the score is four three, the team with four is the winner. Um, but what you're telling me is that a team right now with 21 wins is not a winner. It's it should be behind teams with 19, 18, 20. All of those should that shouldn't matter. The wind shouldn't matter. But anyway, You're, let's quit messing around because we got somebody on, to talk to. On, We've on, got hold the head on, coach hold on, hold on, hold on, from Nana. On, hold on. No, no. Hold no. on. No, no. Just no. no. I gotta say
0: this. We're bringing, the coach, this. We're bringing fine, the coach on. We're bringing the coach on. I still have to say this. <laughs> no, we're not. Seventy-one we're years. Bringing the coach on. That's fine. We're Seventy. Seventy-one <laughs> years. It's never been a Harvard Northeastern bean pot final. <laughs> Great, and that's what we have now. it has got to be said. Great, it's crazy, okay. yeah, whatever. Anyway, uh,
1: we got the head coach on from I think one of the hottest teams, if not the hottest team, in all of college hockey from the Alaska Fairbanks Nanooks. Coach Eric Largan with us. Coach, first of all, thanks for coming on, and how has your day been traveling across the country? Literally,
2: yeah, it's been it's been a long day. So we uh, we left uh, Fairbanks on the red eye, so we left it you know, two o'clock in the morning and then, uh, you know, landed at JFK and we bussed over to Northwell, dropped our stuff off. Guys did a warm up stretch and, you know, just try to get the legs moving a little bit just after the long travel day, try to flush. And then uh, we just picked up some Olive Garden and just literally got back to the hotel and checked into the room. And I think everyone's probably, you know, after they eat, probably just going to crash over the next hour or two. Uh, Well, we appreciate
1: you you we appreciate you taking some time to visit with us. Cause I know that's a long day, but we had to have you on because I think you've just been doing an outstanding job. And I'm sure Paul agrees with me as well.
0: Well, I, I, I do. And I've been saying it all year in coach and um, yeah, I was curious to see what airport you came in. And I, I guess your radio guy didn't tell you that I told him about an Italian restaurant, about a block from the, from the rink. So. Um,
2: well, what's the Italian place?
0: A uh, place is called Borelli's. It's right there.
2: Oh, the, oh yeah, the that's where. Yeah, that's where we do all our pre and pre and post game stuff. So oh, we're okay, going to be yeah. doing that for them for that yeah. So Okay.
0: So, but um, yeah, that uh, that's a long day, and, and 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 I've been Scott will tell you, and, and I'm sure that uh, some of the folks up there, is, uh, I've just been on you guys all year. Um, uh, you guys have been doing this now for a year and a half. And I don't think you guys are getting near the credit you guys deserve. Uh, well done.
2: Oh, I appreciate it. The guys have, uh, guys have done a good job. It's nice to, you know, be, uh, be still playing meaningful games right now, you know, as an independent this late in the year. And, um, you know, you never know how it's going to shake out, but the guys have done a really good job this year. And, uh, you know, really, you know, even like you were saying at the second half of last year as well. And, you know, it's, uh. It's a lot of credit to the to the guys there going through, you know, some of the travel and things they have to go through and still laying it on the line every night. And it's been uh, it's been pretty neat to watch.
1: Coach, I want to, I want to tell you, and you probably have heard my rumblings, but I know you kind of gather in the, uh, the independence. So I was telling Paul, I said, Hey, for this year, since we've got uh, some independence that we cover, how about we do uh, the college hockey West independent cup? and uh we kind of play this out for winning percentage down the stretch and see how these guys do because i think this is going to be maybe the most exciting year that i've ever seen in college hockey with the independents because there's a few of them now but um so so you guys are off to a flying start you got two wins uh in your first uh week of the competition and in my head anyway and uh, i was watching you guys last week i stayed up late purposely to watch both your games and boy, there were some guys that stood out to me. I'm going to throw a couple names at you and let you just make a few comments, if you will. Yeah, um, Peyton Matsui, yep. Johnny Sorensen, Brady Risk, and the one that really jumped out at me and bit me was Chase Dubois.
2: Yeah, yeah. Tell those us about are really, those guys. Yeah, I mean, all all uh, you know, all forwards there, all really good players. Um, you know, different paths and things like that. I mean, just with Peyton, Peyton had a. You know, Peyton's a smaller forward, really, really smart player, competitive player. Um, You know, he uh, he got hurt at the beginning of last year, which, you know, set him back a little bit, uh, you know, missed missed a number of games and then got back towards the second half of the year and uh, obviously helped us there, you know, as we began playing some better hockey, too. So he's been a big part. He's been you know, hot really. And that's, you know, kind of the second half of our season and done a really good job. And then the guy that he's found a lot of chemistry with has been Chase Dubois. Those two guys have played together uh, both power play and five on five, you know, during that stretch and they found some great chemistry and you could see in, you know, some of the goals that they've scored against, you know, Anchorage and then, you know, ASU and, uh, just done a really nice job. And, you know, Chase is, you know, a player that's got a really good shot and, uh, you know, he's got a really good stick and uh, plays hard. Not a, not the biggest player, but again, plays with a lot of heart and, and compete like Peyton does. And then, you know, Johnny is uh, yeah, Sorensen. He's a transfer there from, from Minnesota and, um, you know, has really done a lot of great things and leadership wise and he can skate and uh plays hard, cares so much about the team, very selfless individual and um you know obviously has some good production numbers as well for us and then Brady Risk and just always been just a solid player for us. He's um you know last year he just had some sneaky good numbers and you know he's playing center in our top line and uh you know he's more of a natural winger and you know we had some better center depth this year so we were able to move him to wing and you know he's done a good job, and you know starting to starting to get hot, scoring some goals. So hopefully that continues down the last eight games, coach. And
0: and, and the fact that most of your leading scorers in in your top ten are are sophomores. Mm-hmm. I, I know you don't like coaches. Don't like to look more than uh, you know in in front of the, you know. In, oh God, let me actually learn how to speak. I know coaches <laughs> don't like to look. Ask their next game but a little piece of you inside's gotta be like oh man we, we, we we're not only doing this this year but we got a chance to be really good for the next few years
2: yeah I think that's an exciting piece I mean I think the guys you know we're not expecting to lose anybody up front um so that's, that's an exciting thing. You know, I guess you never know what, you know, tra- as every yeah, coach I know, I know. The transfer portal, the, the elephant in the room. Right. But right. in terms of what we're planning on and conversations, we're not expecting to lose anybody. You might have some sort of surprises here and there, but you know, uh, even if that happens, we have a really strong nucleus there. And um, you know, we're excited about them. Even some of the guys that have been, you know, in and out of the lineup that doesn't get as much, you know, you know, recognition. Um, We think that they're very nice players as well, and will come along. And so we're excited about that group. And, um, you know, like you said, it's, you're not trying to look past anything Friday, but there's also planning for recruiting, and you always have to be prepared for what's next. And we feel like we have a good group going forward as well. And, uh, you know, excited about the future in Nanokaki. I just think it's in a really good place right now.
0: And not to – I don't want to slight your goalie because he made – when when the game was on the line this past weekend, both nights, he made some huge, huge saves yep. um, to, to, to keep you guys either in front or from falling behind. And I, I saw Daniel Allen a little bit last year, and he didn't play too badly. Yep. Um, but Radomski has just said, nope, nobody's playing this year. This is my <laughs> net.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's just been from the start, right. And when we had that weekend against AIC and it's just, he hasn't really had a, you know, hasn't had a poor game for us and he's just given us a chance to win every night. And, you know, really on Friday night, he stole the game, you know, and I think he could, I think coach powers and I would both agree that Friday night, I thought ASU was the better team overall. And, you know, we just had the better best player on the ice with Radomski. And then, you know, Saturday night, I thought we played much better and, you know, that was probably the score was indicative of the game. So, um, you know, but you have to have that that good goaltending uh, and sometimes great goaltending down the stretch. And, uh, you know, Matt's been there and he's been solid for us all year long. And, uh, you know, we think Danny's a good goaltender as well. But, you know, he just really hasn't given him a whole lot of room to be able to get in there and, and, you know, get an opportunity to take the net back over.
1: Coach, let me ask you this, because one of the things that stood out to me And I I was mentioning before you came on that we've seen, or I've seen a lot more teams this year in person than I've ever in any of my 50 years of watching college hockey. And what I noticed with your team was, and Paul and I commented about this last weekend too, was like, you took advantage of the opportunities. Your team looked like they were confident, even if they fell behind, like they did Saturday night right away, they looked confident to get it back. Can you feel that in the locker room and does it feel different than years past maybe?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think so. I mean, I think, you know, it's also new for us, right? Like to be put into this position where, you know, we're going into weekends, not just, Hey, you know, let's hope we get a game or, you know, let's play really well. And, you know, it's to win. Right. And it's a different feeling from the group, but uh, I think with that comes a lot of confidence. And so you could feel that too, even when maybe we're not playing as well or, like you said, we got down right away on Saturday. They scored a nice power play goal there early. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden it's 1-0. But there wasn't, you know, there wasn't a lot of panic on the bench. It was just like we got a lot of time left. And, you know, we were able to pop a couple goals in right away and settle things down. So uh, definitely a change there. Um, but it's always a uh, it's always a process just with learning how to win and figuring that stuff out. And, and you know, it, it, when your role starts to change as uh, – you know, maybe a team that uh, should just come in there, and you know, you hope you're competitive and you're competing compared to a team that you're expecting to win every night. There's a little bit of a change, and you know, it's exciting that we're getting an opportunity to learn how to do that right now.
1: Let me follow that up real quickly with uh, I, when I saw you guys last year at Denver. And we've we've chronicled that many times about how you got there and and how it you know it all played out. But to me, that looked like a a, a corner being turned um when you tied denver last year at at magnus and they were only they're only real blemish of a national championship year and and i said wow this team is really special and you guys kind of kept cranking it up and cranking it up does it kind of feel that way too or were there other points where you said you know i'm not sure but but now we are and and now this confidence that you feel like you can win every weekend and and you are pretty much winning every weekend
2: yeah, I just think, too, this, you know, obviously that second half of last year was big, you know, being able to play, you know, beating Arizona State and beating Minnesota and, you know, having the road trips that we did and, you know, still having, you know, success. And, you know, so there's – a you could feel it starting to turn. And then this year especially, I mean, just playing some of the, you know, some of the top teams, you know, just even playing Penn State when we got swept, you know, I just – I felt like we had gotten to a spot then where we had gotten swept. We played really well in Penn state and we were, we were devastated. It was very disappointing to have that. And you're always disappointed when you lose, but it felt like there's an expectation that we should have gone in there and beat that team. And, And we played well enough to do that. And so it wasn't just like we needed our goaltender to make, you know, 50 saves and steal a game or, uh, you know, for us to play the game of our lives, we just had to play good hockey, and we'd have a chance to beat anyone as good of teams as you know Denver, Notre Dame, you know Penn State, Michigan Tech. I mean, we've had a lot of the top teams that we've had an opportunity to play. And I feel like this year, if we just play a good hockey game, and you know, you get some good goaltending and win special teams, we're gonna we're gonna be right there winning all those games.
0: Coach, let me let me let me ask this, and and you talk about uh, going on the road and getting a split at Omaha and both of those games are in overtime. Yep. Um, you go to Northern Michigan, always a tough place to play. Um, I mean, it's tough enough for you guys to travel as it is normally to to go up there. has got to be a real pain in the (laughs) took Um, uh, and, 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 and you're playing well, even though you're, you're playing a lot of these games on the road and you spent like two months on the road. Um, And then you get to that stretch. You said you guys felt devastated losing at Penn state twice by one goal. Yeah. And and I'm watching those games and and you guys gave them everything they could handle. And then you get to a situation where you're playing your rivals and, 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 you know, so everybody's up for that. and, 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 and then you get to that stretch, that four game stretch at Notre Dame and at Denver. And you take, you 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 take two out of the three games in that one stretch before the the second night in denver yeah did did that did you see a switch or something change that after the that couple of couple of series because um you know it's one thing to win those games that you did now you're winning at Notre Dame and you're winning at denver the defending national champions now we won't we won't necessarily talk about Saturday night you played it very angry team and they're as good as they are for a reason what did you see something kind of like hey wait a second here guys we're not just good we can play with anybody
2: yeah yeah no absolutely i think you know i think it's a culmination right like you mentioned some of those series against those other teams and playing penn state and you know it just felt like too we just needed to get a win against one of those teams so winning against Notre Dame on that Friday was, uh, or Saturday, I guess, because we played Saturday, Sunday, but right. uh, it was a big, you know, it was a big win, and then the next night, I mean, we could have won that game as well, yeah. and, you know, it was a tight game, and then you go to Denver, and you beat that team that's as good as they are, and, you know, for for a non-conference team, or, you know, to go in there and ever beat, you know, win a game in Magnus, is, it's uh, not an easy task to be able to do, and obviously, they have a chance to win the whole thing again this year, so, um, you know, I think that breeds a lot of confidence in the group. And all of a sudden I think they start realizing, hey, maybe, maybe we are better than we think we are. Maybe we are, you know, as good as, you know, we, you know, or better than what we think we are. And so it's just good to see that confidence go through the group. And I know the next night, you know, score wise wasn't great, but I felt like still we played really well against them. So um, you know, our game was our game was trending in the right direction. And uh, you know, now all of a sudden you're you know you're moving up in the pair wise, and you start you know being able to take note of that, and I think the guys you know feel that uh, you know excitement, nervousness, you know pressure a little bit to to keep it going, and you know so far so good. Uh, but obviously now we go into a four game series against Long Island, and I think that's going to be a very tough task for us.
0: Well, I I thought you, uh, to, to, you know, as I as I look back on the. I think I remember saying to Scott, "I go by the time you guys got to the third period of that second Denver game, I thought you guys looked a little tired, yeah, uh, from being out on the road and 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 you know it's not you guys wouldn't be the first team that by the time you got to the third period of the second game at Denver, the where uh, the altitude and stuff kicked in and and people ran out of gas. So, um, and then you go and you play the last two games uh, with Anchorage." And I thought those games, especially the one on the Friday night in Anchorage, was a complete and total trap game. Yeah, and 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 you guys, you know, you guys fall behind, going down to nothing going into the third period, and you guys turn it around and, 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 and win the game with a tremendous, tremendous third period. And you guys almost kind of repeated the same thing on, on Saturday night at home. Yes. And 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 I thought that just showed a lot, a lot of guts. And, and if people don't want to see what's going on up there, um, I, I think they're missing out on the boat. I had somebody tell me I had an East Coast bias this morning. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I go, I, I didn't even get at that point. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? I go, they were upset that I didn't put Western Michigan higher in my own bra- in my own ballot, but I don't care. But West Coast, East Coast, yeah, whatever. But I, I I thought that in those six games, you guys have faced just about every situation you could face, and aced it.
2: Yeah, it's it it was uh that 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 week that week was uh. Uh, rivalry week against Anchorage again was a pretty, uh, yeah, it was a pretty crazy week. I mean, we did a home and homes which is a little bit different for us, and uh, you know, going there Friday and then playing at our building on Saturday. We actually had a, a camera crew that from the LG network that's doing a. Uh, a documentary on our rivalry, so that'll be on, like, premiering around, like, when the Frozen Four comes out, uh, talking about the Governor's Cup, and so there's camera crews following us, and so it's a, it a different feel, and then, you know, I thought the guys handled it really well, and the adversity really well, and like you mentioned, I mean, you know, we fell behind by two goals both nights, and being able to come back and win in, in overtime, and, um, you know, and a lot, too, I, I think, sometimes kind of gets missed is how good the independent group is as well. Um, I think, you know, I think people don't maybe realize because we play the, you know, a lot against one another, but I mean, you look at some of the games, you know, Anchorage going out, you know, out after Christmas time and sweeping Lowell and then, you know, giving Maine everything that they could handle losing in overtime and then losing the next night, you know, and, you know, beating Western Michigan early in the year, you know, they have a good team and, you know, Long Island, you know, we've been watching a lot of tape on them. I mean, my gosh, they've been, you know, through murderers row a lot with a lot of the teams that they've played and, you know, have taken them to overtime or, you know, beating Ohio State and wins like that. So, you know, I, I think there's a little bit of, you know, some misconception, too, about about the independence, because, I mean. You know they're a good group and uh, obviously ASU and Lindenwood doing what they've been doing against a tough competition and you know basically playing almost every game on the road so you know it's still for us uh you know we take a lot of pride in you know trying to trying like you were saying earlier for the independent cup or you know trying to be the the you know the best independent team i mean that's something that we're trying to strive for because it's you know definitely a tough task with the teams that we're playing against
0: well, if you guys do, if you guys do it, make Scott make you
2: a trophy. Yeah, that's, that's fine. I like, I like that. I, you know, and really, it'd be great too. I mean, I don't know, if, you know, when or if, but just to even have something where we could play a tournament at the end of the year, because I do think that, uh, you know, I do think the programs are, are only going to get better. I just think that, you know, all of us are are growing, you know, in different spots right now, and I just think you're going to see you know, all the teams continue to get better year after year after year. And, you know, I think it would be good to, you know, have some sort of showcase highlighting those teams because, um, you know, there's a lot of good players and uh, good programs there.
0: Well, we want more teams. So, <laughs> Yeah. That's uh, hey, amen to that. Uh, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, you know, let, let's go some of you people. Uh, um hey phil write a check baby let's go let's go hey bill write a check let's go uh you people up there in canada let's go how can you be the only ncaa school without an ncaa hockey team let's go
1: Uh, yeah he's on his soapbox coach he's on his soapbox uh i'll I'll kick him down a minute uh i i want to ask you about this because uh i know coaches have goals i know teams have goals and i know The ultimate goal in ncaa hockey is to win the national championship but as you put your board together this summer and you said these are the things that i want to maybe accomplish along the way towards the national championship and now i'm going to give you some numbers i want you to think about these just for a second you're 15 nine and two you're six two and one at home you're nine seven and one away from home and you've got eight games left uh albeit against this uh independent schedule which is pretty tough but where does eric largan look at things and go like wow check mark check mark check mark is it 20 wins is it uh qualifying for the national tournament is it winning the national championship are those all along a checklist or is it just the ultimate goal that you're after
2: yeah i mean i think when you look at it I, there is a you know i, I would say a pyramid or a succession of goals that you want to get you know um, you know whether it's for us definitely winning the governor's cup is a big one just with the in-state rivalry and um, you know having a winning record at home is a big thing for us too just to you know that we don't get as many home games as maybe some other programs so to make sure that we're showcasing ourselves well is important but you know at the top of it is still to win a national championship I mean I think you know, that should be everybody's goal, right? Whether you're, you know, expected to, you know, a a true blue bud or you're, you know, maybe our program that that hasn't done that before. So, um, you know, that is our ultimate goal. And, you know, obviously if you don't reach it, you're trying to figure out what can you do to be better and, you know, what are some things we could change or what are some things that I can change to help that. And I mean, that's really what it's all about. You're always striving to be the best. And But there are, like you said, there's road, you know, you know 20 wins and qualify for the tournament i mean you need all those road you know those stepping stones to be able to get to the ultimate goal
1: okay so let me let me ask you this along the way as you're making this climb do you does it build confidence with every one of those little steps that you maybe accomplish like um let's just say hypothetically down the road now you get five wins and you get to 20. um does that give you a step of confidence towards? Hey, we can achieve the next one, which is maybe winning uh, an opportunity to get into that that 16 uh, team tournament, the national tournament. Do those give you little confidence steps, or are those just like, yeah, you know, we'll look at those at the end of the year?
2: No, I, I think they do. I mean, I think um, you know, I think 20 wins has always been a pretty good benchmark for college hockey. Like, if you're able to achieve that throughout the course of the regular season, it's pretty usually a pretty good year um, and you give yourself an opportunity to at least be in that discussion about the NCAA tournament. So it's definitely something that you want to achieve. It's it's definitely something that you set for yourself as a goal. I mean, you know, no different than, you know, Governor's Cup and home winning record and all those things add up. And, you know, you just don't want to, you want to make sure too, that there's just that process oriented goals as well to make sure that you don't lose sight of you know, being good in our practices and, and training sessions because sometimes it gets, you know, it gets easy, too easy to get focused on the big picture and get lost in the, you know, the day to day work that you got to do.
0: Coach, have you, has, has it been, have you had to put the brakes on, on maybe a little bit of overconfidence? I mean, um, you guys wouldn't be the first team that, that was in that position where, um, somebody comes out of nowhere theoretically so to speak and and starts to win and and i thought like i said i that's why i thought that trap game against friday night in anchorage was a chance for that to happen and and it didn't happen um what was the locker room like in between that second and third period when you guys were down going into it
2: yeah i mean i think there is a pretty big sense of urgency then um you know understanding how important these games are and uh, you know, understanding, you know, that we need to, you know, find ways to win games right now. So I think the guys were, <clears throat> the guys were focused It, you know, sometimes you don't uh, maybe aren't as sharp early on. I just felt like that was both nights. I thought they, you know, Anchorage kind of dictated play early on and, you know, we had to play catch up on both nights. So uh, it's definitely was a good learning lesson for us. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's hard to, it's just really hard to try to beat somebody six times. Like this year was uh, like, I don't know if that'll ever happen in our series again, uh, between whether it's us or Anchorage winning, it's just uh, a difficult thing to do because, you know, teams are going to find, find that extra little bit to be able to beat you or the good goaltending or, you know, a bounce goes here and there. So for our guys to be able to, to win those last two games, the way that they did showed a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of resolve and, Uh, really proud of them for that, and then, you know, obviously following that up with a good weekend against ASU.
0: Well, now you've got, just based on what you said, you've got a four-game series coming up here uh, against the Sharks uh, starting here on Long Island, and um, they're a team that plays a very similar style to you guys. Yep. Um, You know, they they, they play very defensive-minded. They get good goaltending and they try to take advantage of their opportunities um is is that something you once again have to say hey guys you know we're playing this team four times in a row you better stay focused
2: yeah i think so and you know we've just talked about trying to win the series right i think that's our big thing is you know if we you know end up winning the series kind of taking it as like a uh like we're in playing the playoffs against them i right. think how we got to look at it um and and they're just a good team. I mean, we've you know we've already talked to them about it, and and all we've like I said, we've been pouring through video on them, and have a lot of respect for what they're doing over there, and uh, the way that they play. Like you said, you mentioned it. I mean, they play very hard, and uh, they're well coached, and you know their their power play is very effective, and um, you know they take advantage of some opportunities and get good goaltending. So, uh, not not a lot different than what we're trying to do here, and yeah. I think. Uh, Honestly, I think it's going to be four really tight games. I don't know how they're going to go, but I, I I would imagine that they're all going to be four four pretty close, low scoring hockey games. If I was making a prediction,
0: yeah, one goal game, four one goal games would
2: not shock me at all. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, throwing some overtimes, and you probably that's probably how the series is going to go. I would bet.
1: Coach, let me, let me ask you, this is kind of my final one. Uh, first of all, I'll see you guys uh, down here at Arizona State, so I look forward to seeing you again uh, in person and watching this team perform. But um, And I hate singling out one player, but I, I said this no, to myself, and I told Paul this at the beginning of the year. I said, when I saw Johnny uh, Sorensen transfer to you, I said, you, that might be the piece that that drives you. And I, I hate putting it all on one guy, but... Um, I kind of know what he's about, and I kind of know what he's been for your program, whether he's been healthy or injured or in the locker room or on the ice or whatever, but can you quantify at this point how much he's meant to your program? Because I think two things, Coach. I think he exudes a ton of confidence in in his ability and, and what he can be, and the other thing is I think he's just a winner. I mean, he just doesn't know how to lose, and I know there's a lot of players like that, but some exude it, on and off the ice, and some just kind of hold it in and and, and do one or the other. But, man, is he about as complete a pocket player as you've had in a while?
2: Yeah, I think so, and I think even more as he's just such a – he's one of the best uh, teammates that I've had an opportunity to be able to coach. I think he's a guy that uh, brings a great attitude every day to the rink. He cares about his teammates. He cares about them being successful, you know, whether that's on the ice, off the ice – He's a guy that makes sure, you know, all the details like the locker rooms clean that, you know, the uh, the the younger guys have what they need. The staff has what they need. I just think he cares so much to do his best and for his teammates to do his best. And I think that translates into what you're saying about, you know, uh, him being a winner and and being a part of that because he brings that winning culture because of how great of a person is. And it's hard for that not to rub off on other guys. I mean, I think, you know, we're a team that works extremely hard and, you know, we have a lot of, we have a lot of good pieces to the, to the puzzle, so to speak, but, you know, Johnny would definitely be the glue because, um, you know, he'd just be able to, you know, bring guys together and, and help kind of fill in the cracks, so to speak. And, you know, he's done a really good job along with, you know, some of our other leaders in there. And um, honestly, it's been one of my, uh, most enjoyable teams to coach because there's not too many days where they don't show up to work and um, you know and, and learn and that's all you can ask for uh, no matter the record or wins or losses or anything like that
0: Well coach one final one from me, and this is more uh, Off the ice so to speak than, than, than mm-hmm. on the ice um, I heard we heard from uh, Michael Weissman on Sunday about uh, the recommendations that the Transformation Committee uh, went, you know, and and sent to the various different, uh, to the NCAA and the different sports and things like that. Um, You guys had to breathe a sigh of relief too, just kind of like he did about the fact that uh, there was some talk about uh, them recommending doing away with one-sport conferences. um and that had to be a relief that that never really materialized even for you guys as an individual team and, and and from the coaching perspective no
2: no absolutely i mean i think it gives us a better a better opportunity for some future uh future opportunities for the program and you know that's all we can ask for and um you know obviously you know, you, 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 you following along with that, you're hoping for, you know, kind of one recommendation over another, but ultimately we can't control that. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, I think this year, especially we've shown um, that we can operate in any sort of model that there needs to be. And, you know, I, I do believe that, you know, over the next couple of years, something, something's going to shift in college hockey. And I, I think we're positioning ourselves well to, uh, you know, be a, a strong program for, for any conference. And, you you know, whether that's a formation of, you know, independents or new or new uh, members or, you know, whether that's an existing conference. So uh, I think Nanakaki's in a good spot because of, you know, our administration and what they're investing into it. And, you know, it makes our job a lot easier.
0: And finally, I, I assume, even if it's not as many as 32, you guys are in favor of expanding the
2: NCAA tournament? <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we like it, right? We, like, we love the shot. I mean, I think... You know, I was talking you know, I was talking to Greg about it too. I wish that uh, you know, we did have an independent cup or something to have one of us or, you know, someone else get an opportunity to play in the, the tournament just because I do feel like the independents as a whole have a have a good group of teams. But yeah, definitely in favor of that and in favor of more teams making it and you know, obviously. Uh, you know, a little bit self-serving because we'd like to, uh, we'd like to get in and and have an opportunity to get in and that uh, more teams gives us an opportunity, a better opportunity.
1: Okay, coach, let me tell you this. First of all, I think and I feel like the the Nanooks are going to be in the big dance uh, when this is all said and done. So go get it. I know you guys have the ability and and, uh, the wherewithal to get it done. But uh, secondly, that Independent Cup's coming right now. You're going to make me go out and sell this sponsorship as hard as I can because I, I, I've i had such a blast watching the Independents this year and covering you guys, and it's just been a thrill. I'm disappointed I haven't been able to get up there yet, but I promise it's coming in the future. Uh, get some rest, get some sleep, and uh, enjoy uh, Long Island, even with Paul out there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on here too.
0: Uh, anytime, Coach.
1: Absolutely. Okay, that's head coach from the Fairbanks of uh, the Alaska Fairbanks Nanooks, Eric Largan, joining us. Paul and I will be back in just a couple minutes to wrap up another episode of College Hockey West Weekly.
0: At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or behindthemask.com whether it's an extra mouth guard wheels and bearings for your inline skates or extra rolls of tape for your stick at behind the mask we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother go to any of our three valley locations or online at behindthemask.com Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players
2: graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras.
0: And they score
1: on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Gensel banks it towards the goalie. Score. Gail
0: McCarr. Gail McCarr. He scores.
2: Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Oh my
0: goodness Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening oh. to everything you said. It's been running through my head, locked and loaded. All right, still got it. Still got it. Who's old now? Question, comment, let us hear from you on our text message
2: line at 303-943-3772.
1: All right, welcome back in, hockey fans to College Hockey West Weekly. Scott Strandy with you tonight from Chandler, Arizona, as the sun has set and it is now a little dark here. My co-host is always Paul Hornstein on Long Island, New York. Um, where I'm sure the sun set quite a while ago, but oh, well, uh, I was having uh, Coach Largan on another great guest. I mean, all of our guests are great, but there's some that just uh, jump out at you. And Coach Largan is certainly one of those. And um, if there's a guy that can drive the ship in this position that they're in right now to the finish line, I'm putting my money on Coach Largan.
0: Well, listen, I'm going to say this, um, and, and and I think you'll agree with me. I don't want to be the team that has to play them in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Should they be fortunate enough to get there? I don't want to be that other team because um, that is going to, you know, we talk about how Air Force gives teams trouble in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Um, You want to talk about a team that will be playing with house money. And you want to talk? You want to talk about a team that'll be playing with absolutely nothing to lose. Not only that, Paul, but let me
1: piggyback on that by saying um, this team is a perfect one-and-done tournament team because they got great goaltending, they have very good defensive style, they can get timely goals. Yeah, they're they're pretty good on all facets of the game and all zones of the game. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, they're
0: exactly what you'd want to put together for a tournament team. They're tough. They're gritty. They're fundamentally sound. And And
1: I'm going to tell you again, and and I know you're going to say I'm a Minnesota homer, but I told you you this summer, I said when Johnny Sorensen decided to go up there, he was the missing link. And I'm not going to put everything on Johnny, but I think um, a lot of things came together with Johnny, like, Maybe they thought in the past, like last year, they had a pretty good run at the end of the year, but it wasn't good enough to get them in the tournament. And I think a guy like that comes in and he, he tells the rest of them, you are good enough. We are good enough. We can get to the tournament. And when we get to the tournament, we can do some damage. And I think these last eight games are going to be so, so intense for that uh, yeah.
0: Nanox squad. I just right. can't DNC, wait to watch them. The tournament starts for them now. It certainly does. Yep, it and, certainly and, does. And yeah, that won't be too many storylines if uh, the Nanooks end up playing that other maroon and gold team in the first round of the NCAA tournament. <laughs> no, no, there would not be. Yeah, there would so not be saying. too many then, would it? No, I'm just saying
1: anyway uh we appreciate coach largan coming on and spending some time i can't even imagine uh when he left this morning and the flight and the stuff he's been on and he gave us a thumbnail of what that's been like they landed in jfk bust over to northwell dropped their equipment off the guys got a stretch they got over to olive garden and got some food and now they've got to be exhausted so people go why do you think they went on a tuesday that's why because their that's bodies one, yeah. can adjust on Wednesday yeah. and Thursday, and then they play they're playing morning games. Yeah, they play a morning game on for Friday and Saturday this week. Oh yeah. goodness! And then they turn around and get on a plane and go back to Fairbanks right. and get the same team coming right. to play them again the next
0: weekend. Right. So, and
1: then when that one's over with, Paul, they're going to get on an airplane. And they're going to fly to Tempe, Arizona, yeah, that's and a play that series.
0: Trip, that's a slightly different trip, though.
1: Yeah, know, but you're still you're going cross country for for one you're going back to play another very competitive series against the team he just played
0: yeah but and then you're going to get
1: on an airplane and go to tempe
0: yeah it's not like they're going to houghton though or marquette
1: houghton is not what i say that's <laughs> what i said you said houghton,
0: houghton. yeah it's, it's not like now you're going, going to get there.
1: more from you can get more wow. from michigan not only Whatever. western now but
0: you're going to get it from tech too well yeah i'm <laughs> sure i'll get it from i get it from everybody you know my east coast bias
1: I know that. I know that. It must be the accent. Clearly. <laughs> anyway. It's clearly the accent. Anyway, we love having Coach Largan on, and uh, we especially appreciate uh, him taking the time. And big thanks to Nate Pearsall as well for, for hooking us up. But it's got to be tough when they're on the road to uh, kind of coordinate a time, and we appreciate him coming on tonight. Go ahead and take it away, my friend.
0: From the Summer Skate Studios behind the mask, College Hockey West Weekly, Brought to you by Peters and Toyota. Whether you're looking for your dream car or shopping on a budget, we take the time to find the perfect Toyota to fit your needs. Behind the mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three Valley locations or BehindTheMask.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style. Now at our two locations, the original 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas, and the new location, 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson by the NCHC and NCHC.tv. Subscribe to NCHC.tv to catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Jets Pizza. Go to JetsPizza.com to find your fresh deal at your nearest Jets location today. Topgolf, place of the world's most iconic golf courses without packing a suitcase. Find out how. See your local Topgolf center or go to Topgolf.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. Worldwide, it's where the action is, in the resort or in town. Liberty University, hockey, education, and faith with equal passion at liberty.edu. By M-Drive, go to mdriveformen.com to see which M-Drive formula is for you. And by College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. College Hockey West Weekly presented by Behind the Mask and all of the Ice Time hockey West.com podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app and available for download at whatever your favorite podcast platform is. Search, subscribe to ITHSW Podcasts. That's ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. Subscribe, rate, and review, and help other people find the show. Behind the Masks College Hockey West Weekly and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network.
1: Very well, done my friend. Again, another big thanks to uh, everybody up at uh, Alaska Fairbanks and uh, head coach Eric Largan for joining us uh, tonight. Paul and I will be back Sunday night with a wrap up on College Hockey West Live. Stephen Marsh and myself will be with you tomorrow night uh, with uh, the Great West College Hockey Podcast. So we'll say goodnight with the um, little Roger Klein and the Peacemakers, De Niro. Good night, everybody.